1: Now it is time to open up the gates. Creepy Kingdom proudly presents the Dark Theme Park Show.
0: Hello there and welcome to the Dark Theme Park Show. Creepy Kingdom's podcast all about theme parks. I am your host, Mr. James H. Carter II, and I am joined by my illustrious expert panel of expert panelists, That is their official name, and the panel is Sir Florida Man himself, Grant. Hello! And I hope that that's not how he's going to sound this whole episode, (laughs) for listeners' sake. And to his virtual rights, we have Tanisha. Hey! And making her Creepy Kingdom podcast debut... Gretchen! Hello! And we are very excited. We have gathered here to discuss the attraction called Rise of the Resistance. It has opened and Walt Disney World and Disneyland very recently. And some people have gotten to write it. Most people haven't <laughs> <laughs> because it's very limited. <laughs> but... I will give the warning right now that this is a completely full spoiler conversation i think uh I think enough I know a lot of people haven 't gotten to experience it yet, like I just said, but you know you know if you haven 't written it yet, uh you know bookmark this episode and come back to it i guess but this is uh this is a little round table for those that have experienced or those that don't care about spoilers um, i with just days ago. Had the chance to experience it myself, so before I uh, kind of deep dive into that, why don't uh, we go around the table here and talk about, uh, you know, when when you guys wrote it and how many times and all that jazz, and uh, we can start with uh, with Gretchen.
1: Yeah, I wrote it opening weekend in Disney World, so I wrote it like December, right? Early December, yeah. We got up at 3 o'clock in the morning so that we could go ride this ride. And it took about 10 hours worth of waiting, and it was it was amazing. Wow. It was it was worth every minute.
0: And is that the only time you've been on, that one time?
1: We only rode it the one time because we're kind of like, I would love to ride it many more times. But on my day off, I'm not getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning and do that again. That's weird. Yeah. Why not? I know. I know. I, I just, I just can't. I'll wait. I'll wait till I can only get up at like six o'clock in the morning to go write it.
0: All right. I'll, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to be. <laughs> All right, Grant. Uh
2: I went on in January, actually like middle January because my annual pass uh, was no longer blocked out. And I've only been on it once and you can only go on it once a day. Um, However, uh, I do believe that you just now have to show up at park opening and then you get into the lottery for it. So you no longer have to do this mad rush at like five in the morning, which I did that time. That It sounds like they have figured out a little bit better.
0: Oh, that's good. Hmm. And Tanisha?
3: Um, I wrote it. I, I actually was just stro- scrolling through my phone to figure it out. I wrote it February 1st. and uh very much like Gretchen I got up so I live in San Diego but I live very close to the border like the Mexican border so Disneyland is is still like a little over two hours from me um so I ended up we stayed at my friend's house the night before which cut like 40 minutes off of our driving time in the morning but we still got up at four to head out the door um to ride and then we didn't get to ride it till like eight o'clock at night so it was a very exhausting day but but like gretchen said like once i was on it like it was totally worth all the pain and suffering so
0: <laughs> yeah i was uh i was watching uh i think you were posted on creepy kingdom stories that day tanisha was it that day oh no it was, was, it, was your, it was your second attempt. no
3: for Villain's Day. Villain's Day, yeah. Villains day. yeah second, second attempt Villain's Day, I tried.
1: Yeah. I think I actually posted on Creepy Kingdom that day. Yes, you
0: did. <laughs> yes. I do recall that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess in case anyone's listening and it's not aware, just to be clear, we're talking about why we have to get up so early, is you can't just go and stand in line at this point at, on either park's. The only way to get on this attraction is to randomly get a boarding pass. And you have to have the Disneyland or whatever it's called, my Disney Magic Experience or whatever it's called in Walt Disney World app. (laughs) Um, And you have to be inside the park at open. And the second it opens, I guess, that's when you have, I don't know. 60 seconds to uh, try to get a reservation for the day. (laughs) And um, it's completely random. You know, getting there earlier is not going to make a difference. It's just like a lottery of who can get on. You get boarding group numbers. And just because you get a boarding group number does not guarantee that you're actually going to get on the attraction. So, um, you know, I've been hearing this since it opened. And, you know, I rarely have, like, full days to hang out at disneyland <laughs> so i was kind of waiting a little bit to <laughs> to try to attempt this and i just attempted this a few days ago march 1st uh what i don't know was today the third fourth
3: the third the third, okay, the third yeah. so two <laughs> days ago <laughs>
0: uh yeah it was i attempted this and uh i was it was an emotional roller coaster to, to say the least you know, I didn't know if I was going to make it on. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I went into this saying, you know, James, emotionally prepare yourself for not being able to ride this. But there's not, there's not enough you could prep yourself to go, you know, when you think that you lost your chance. It was a pretty sad s- state of affairs. But I'm jumping ahead in my little story.
2: <laughs> uh, really quick. Can we just talk about how insane this is that you have to on your vacation at Disney World that you saved up? I mean, granted, I'm an annual pass holder, but the average family saves up and then they have to wake up at 5 a.m. from their hotel that they, they're staying on property that they're spending $300 a night on for the chance to maybe get to ride a ride. And I also like to mention that that one minute while like, they open up the reservations. How weird it is to look, and everybody is just standing with their face down.
0: Oh yeah, it was it was it's a real it was, weird. It was a it was surreal experience doing uh, going through it. I'll say the least because it's just uh, I was in the hub in Disneyland, and it's just you know just tons of people staring at their phones, and then it's just like this sea of like of like cheering and disappointment all, like, all at the same time. <laughs> And I I do want to bring that up. I don't really know what the solution is, but I don't think this works. I don't think this is very cool. (laughs) No,
1: and that's that's the change. They actually changed it from when I rode because it was like first come, first serve. Like the first people through the gates are the first ones of access to it. Really? Yeah, that that changed. I guess Grant was saying that you don't have to be there, you know, right before – you know they open like that. You could just get in there at a certain time, and that wasn't like that. So but, this is the improvement.
0: Wait, but how did? Well, they... imagine
2: being like I was, I was going to say. Imagine being like the poor like person at the parking lot attendant at three a.m. Going, all right, have a magical day. Like, <laughs> I'd rather be sleeping, you morons. So why <laughs> are you doing this? <laughs> you guys are all jerks.
0: <laughs> uh, uh... Denise, you're all right? are you, lost, you lost us. We lost you for a moment.
3: Yeah, my laptop has been having technical difficulties, and it just decided to crash right now, so that's nice.
0: Wow. Oh. So I'm on my phone. Yeah. Well, we apologize Techno- for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're sorry that you're going through that, but thanks for hopping back on. <laughs> uh, there
2: was a disturbance in the force.
0: What'd you say? There was a disturbance in the force. Definitely there was. There was. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, wait just to be clear so in Walt Disney World um, when you did it Gretchen it mattered what time you got there to get a reservation
1: yes like you could only like as soon as you crossed and scanned your band you could log on and get a boarding pass so if you were first in line you had first dibs at getting the boarding pass wow. and as people came in this they scanned their bands and then they started I knew after that they started letting everybody come in through the gate so they could all scan their bands. And then they would release it. And I think that's a little closer to what they're doing now. But before it was as soon as you hit the turnstile, if it's after 8 a.m., you could go. So it was really the first few people that got to get in.
0: Wow. And and then plus, I mean, only so many people can get through at a time. So it's just like.
1: It was insane. Like, I felt my personal safety might have been jeopardized. I was about to say, like,
0: people pushing to get through the entrance? That seems a little unsafe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably why they changed it.
0: (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, so I guess it's similar. It's the same thing on both now is that at, you know, usually before uh, park official open time, they let people into the hub at Disneyland. And uh, I guess they let you – in the in the uh, the the front part of Hollywood Studios, and then right at open time is that minute, you know. And I guess it's better than uh, what you experienced, Gretchen. But I, I just, I yeah, like you, like you know. I mean, as a local, like yeah, you can deal with it. But if you're going on vacation, like that just doesn't cut it. <laughs> just like I, you it know?
1: definitely should not be the the reason you're coming if if you're here on vacation and your only goal is to ride that ride you're you might be disappointed yeah
0: that that, you know? that would be definitely a bummer i mean uh i don't again i don't know what the solution is i understand why they don't want to open it standby because it would just be you know 10 hour waits <laughs> but,
2: but would it really you know like i think that you know i think that most people they see like a 3 or 4 hour wait and then they're done um by the way Gretchen Mylock had i have i tried when you did I always seem to get stuck going through the turnstiles behind those idiots who are like trying to figure out how to activate everything. Oh, Uh, yeah. Everybody else. Oh, that happened to me. Yeah, like I can see that that happened where it's like, well, I'm trying to get into this park. uh, And like, oh, well, where's Harry Potter World at? No. Let me
1: unfold my paper ticket
0: and. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah that like,
1: that would be absolutely t- terrible. Thank God that didn't happen to me.
0: There needs to be a yeah. I know what I'm doing line. <laughs> right.
1: Seriously. Or like Well, they what, have what, a pass holder line, but that still doesn't always be an all I know what I'm doing line.
3: <laughs> yeah, but even then like the or the cast members just need to like push people to the side cuz I got frustrated cuz there was a couple with their folded up pieces of paper that weren't scanning in. And rather than like, okay, y'all just go stand over there, and we're going to keep scanning people through because we got to get people through the gate. They decided to hold up the whole line until they could figure out what was wrong with these people's tickets. Oh,
0: my tickets. God. When you were, when you were trying uh, to get a oh boarding my- pass, that happened to you?
3: Yeah. The, the, yeah yes.
0: The, oh the second God. time
3: I tried to ride it, and it was my friend's – I felt bad because my friend who came with me, she hadn't ridden it before, and now she still hasn't ridden it um because of this ridiculous couple and this cast member that just would not just keep scanning people through so yeah oh <laughs>
1: that just gives me anxiety like
0: <laughs> well again i don't know what the solution is yeah i know it wouldn't be really be 10 hours of being so saturated, but i don't know it's it's i don't know i don't like do it though do a standard queue do a standard queue they work
2: they worked forever for a reason I mean, fast pass and virtual fast pass is the worst thing that's ever happened at Disney World, in my opinion. I mean, it makes everybody have to plan their trip out way in advance, and it slows down the regular line. If you remove a fast pass, everybody's in the same line, and they have equal opportunity to get on something. You know, I think that this is just a stupid system.
0: Well, uh, Well, at least, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's an (laughs) an incentive. It's an incentive to get you to stay on property so you can get your rides ready.
0: You know, I, I, you know if you know how to do it, you can make it work. But you know, it, it takes a lot of research and knowledge, and you know, whatever. But I'm just saying, with this particular thing, this is the headliner attraction that was six months late. You know that <laughs> everyone wants to ride it. You know, like, and if they're traveling either to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, they want to ride it. Like, they're advertising it; it's posted everywhere, and it's like, all right, cool. Well, wake up early, get here early enough, and maybe we'll let you on. <laughs> you know? That doesn't work, right? <laughs> I don't know, but anyways, enough complaining. Um, so, this is what I did. <laughs> um, I tried to, you no, know, I, I had no one to directly tell me what to do in order to get <laughs> a boarding pass. So I just, uh, I tried to do as much research as I could the night before, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got to The park opens at eight. Um, if I get Through security before seven thirty, you know, I felt like I should be okay, (laughs) and I did that, Um, and and then the amount of people that were standing in line to go through the turnstiles. Like, I have, I don't think I've ever... First of all, this is the first time I've ever rope-dropped Disneyland in my entire life. I've never woken up early <laughs> enough to do it. <laughs> I've definitely rope-dropped at Walt Disney World just to get the most of my vacationing days. But, uh, yeah, so I've never... Se- I mean, oh, just the thousands of people that are standing in line <laughs> to get inside of Disneyland is insane. <laughs> it took me about 40 minutes to to get in. Like, once I got in line, which I don't know if that's good or bad, Tanisha, from your, your experience, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I started getting concerned at the end that I wasn't going to get in the park before 8, but I got in at, like, like 7.50. So, I, I went in there, I'm like, okay, now... Trying to get this boarding pass, I didn't really know what to do. I'm going to be totally honest. I had the app open. It says, click here for boarding pass. But I was like, where do I refresh? Like, how do I know what to do? So I did not know what to do. Um, And 8 o'clock hit, and people started screaming from excitement and from disappointment. And then I, clo- <laughs> I closed out the app And reopened it really quick Hit join a boarding group And it said I'm sorry there's no more boarding groups Available for the day <laughs> <laughs> And I immediately Closed it out and reopened the app And hit it again And then I got a boarding group And I got group 113 Not bad. So, Are you a pass holder James? Uh, I am yes I wasn't That's
2: okay. If you were that would be like even worse. Like,
0: oh I can't. Oh not if I bought yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have a pass for a while, but I had just reinstated a few weeks ago. So yeah, no, if I if I was like a day guy, I wouldn't even chance it because I don't I, I don't think I could emotionally deal with buying a ticket like a hundred and fifty dollars, how much it costs now to go <laughs> for the chance to ride it. <laughs> I wouldn't even chance it. Um so, But all I'd heard was that groups over 100 had a very low chance of getting on the ride. <laughs> and so I also it want to point de- – I'm sorry. What did you say?
3: Oh, I was going to say it depends to what time. Cause, so when we went, they stopped at group 104 because I guess the, they had decided collectively that that was where they were going to stop. But that was the last group for the day at like 7 o'clock. At <laughs> so seven? there was still – there's still several hours of park operation, but they just decided we're going to stop at Group One Hundred and Four. Wow! So I don't know. It's yeah. also at their
0: discretion.
1: They wanted some food. They wanted to probably get yeah. the They'll Star almost, Cruiser.
0: They, they wanted some snacks. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopped
1: off the Star Destroyer and went and got a churro. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know,
0: thought, well. That was kind of what I was saying. Was that I? I? I just pretty much was like. I'm like, I didn't, I'm like, I didn't get a high enough number. I also did not have all day to hang out in the park. I just want to specify that either. So I was like, I was like, oh, I, I failed. I'm not getting on. And I, I grabbed a bench at the hub and I I just want to let everybody know that I sat there sulking for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm just, like, no, I'm,
0: I'm just like, this is the worst. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to go. This girl right next to me got boarding group number 14, and she acted like she won the lottery. She almost started crying.
2: I got, I got a lottery. Oh my god!
0: What did you say, Grant? I
2: got 16. Oh, 16. Wow. So, so I got 16 when I went. Yeah, I
0: felt like I won the lottery, yeah. You're you're signing a little robot-y. I said, I I got got boarding group 16 when I went, and I felt
2: like I won the lottery.
0: I mean, you literally did win the lottery, I guess.
3: (laughs) I was going to say, too, I think, okay, so I know it's supposed to be random, but I feel like it's random-ish because I've seen a lot of folks posting that rather than – Getting the boarding group on the app, they gave it a try of getting. So you can go to kiosks. So the Splash Mountain kiosk and then the Tomorrowland kiosks give boarding groups too. Um, And Hmm. so there were some people that were going and getting paper pass boarding groups and they were all getting like single digit boarding groups. Wow. And so part of me is like, (laughs) Yeah. So part of me is wondering if they're if it's random ish that like really the, the, if you go to the kiosks, your chances of getting an earlier boarding group are greater than going through the app. Because I even saw there was one group that had posted on YouTube that they went to the splash mountain kiosks and got boarding group one.
0: But you can only be the only person at the kiosk at eight o'clock, right?
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, if if there's a lineup, but they, they luckily they booked it over there and they were, like obviously one of the first people online at the kiosks and they just took the stack of their groups, like annual passes and just started scanning them immediately one after the other. And they all got boarding group one. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a hack. I'm not sure. I've just been seeing a lot of folks reporting that when they've gone to the kiosks, they've gotten like single digit and double digit boarding groups. So I don't know. Hmm.
0: <laughs> We're trying. I don't know if there's kiosks yeah, in Hollywood studios sure. that do that.
3: Uh, getting... Probably not. Yeah, but Disneyland
0: at least. It's the same kiosk where uh, you you uh, you know you get the DOS assignments. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there's similar <laughs> booths in Hollywood Studios somewhere. Uh, but um, anyways, after the sulking was done, I was like, I'm just gonna go get some breakfast and you know at Ronto's Roasters and you know just and then go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> but what I decided to do before I left after breakfast was go actually talk to a cast member at the at the queue uh, of Rise of the Resistance and said, "Look, I was like uh, number one. I'm like I got number one uh, 113. Do you think I have any chance of uh, getting on this today?" And they're like, "Look, we can't guarantee anything, but you'll probably get on in the in the afternoon." In uh, you know evening, I was like, "All right, well, that's promising." And then I asked her. Literally, I was like, "Listen, I don't know what I was doing. I felt like I was at a huge disadvantage trying to get one of these." And what she told me was, I told her what happened. She told me was was that um um what she told me she gave me a tip that you know I'm not going to say it on the air because then everyone will do it and then I won't be able to go. <laughs> but what but what I will what I will share? She told me was that the after the first 100 boarding groups go out. The system switches over to the next 100. And when that happens, the app says there's no more available for that day for like one second. So that's what happened to me. That's why at first it said there was no more available. (laughs) Mm. So pro tip, if that ever happens to anybody trying to get a boarding patch, just close it out and do it again immediately. (laughs) Good show. So anyway, she said I wasn't going to, you know, that uh, it wouldn't be until later. So I felt that that was more than enough time for me to uh, go home and take a nap because I barely slept the night before. (laughs) And that's a real pro tip for locals there is that you can, or even if you're not local, you could probably go back to your hotel (laughs) and and rest. And you can just, you can keep looking and seeing which boarding groups are being called, you know, on the app all day, you know, updates in real time. And I also found out once your boarding group is called, you have two hours to get there. Yeah,
1: that's pretty convenient.
0: Well, Disney World might not be so easy to get somewhere in two hours, (laughs) but um, there's lots of... uh,
1: (laughs) No, but from Hollywood Studios, you could jump on the Skyliner and go over to Epcot for a little while and then come back in, in a decent amount of time. Yeah, that's true.
0: So yeah, Now that they have that.
1: You, you do have some options, but yeah. It, I think it's probably a nice ploy to get you to like stay on property because then you could be like, well, you just go stay at your hotel and take a nap. And then you could come back tonight. Yeah, I
0: don't know that I mean that that would suggest doing that especially if you woke up super early and didn't get much sleep but <laughs> cause that's but anyway so I I I I drove back there and got there just in time and it was all good and I have to say when I when I entered the queue I was like I felt like Christmas morning and I was like 10 years old <laughs> Because uh, I had completely avoided watching videos, seeing pictures. Like, I was going in as cold as possible on this attraction, which is really almost impossible to do <laughs> in this day and age. And um, I got about, now, probably about halfway through the queue. And uh, all of a sudden, the, uh, the, the sounds that were in the queue just abruptly cut off. And then no, no, no. over the speaker, there, they informed that the ride was down. It, you know, in character, of course. I, I don't remember what they said, but. <laughs> and uh, the ride, I ended up waiting uh, an hour in the queue <laughs> until it came back up.
1: So you're just hanging out in a dark cave?
0: Yeah, luckily it was at a spot where it was one of those. Uh, uh, fake uh, seats (laughs) that they have in the queue (laughs) so I was able to grab a seat (laughs) there but uh, that was you know I was like I I went through all this to get this I'm not leaving the queue you know they don't know they they can't guarantee if it's coming back up but I was just like I'm like I don't know I was like I'll give it like I think I even said I'll give it an hour maybe 90 minutes tops I don't know I mean, who knows how long it was going to be down? But uh, it was just—it was a solid hour. <laughs> Which I will tell you guys that uh, that Christmas morning excitement was uh, fastly deflated. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sitting in a queue that's down for an hour, not knowing <laughs> when it's going to go back up. <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
1: that would probably take the wind out of the sails.
0: Yeah, it did a little bit. Also, want to give a shout out to the super annoying people that were around me <laughs> that made the experience <laughs> even more <laughs> frustrating. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. <laughs>
3: I'm sure they are. They're, they were eagerly waiting.
0: Yeah,
1: they're not listening out. now, so we can really talk about them now because yeah. they already switched it off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "How dare you?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I never. I was a fan, but I'm out now.
0: Yeah. No, you no. Know, I'll tell you what was annoying was that. Um, I guess there's a game in the queue where you have to like scan stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. The datapad game.
2: Oh uh, no!
0: And uh, so they were playing that game like well before it broke down obviously and just like really just holding up the line in front of me to do it and i just really i just had no tolerance for it
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a rare thing to get scanned in the game because i play it throughout the rest of galaxy's edge and you can only get that one crate by waiting in the damn queue of Rise of the
0: Resistance. Oh. So. There was more than one thing. Yeah. There must have been like yeah. 15 of them in the queue because he kept like <laughs> stopping and then going back behind me. And it was just real poor line etiquette. I just. Want to... <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. No, they're just not playing it right. Yeah. It's supposed to be a progressive thing as you go along.
0: Yeah. Just. Uh... Anyways, enough of that guy, or um, <laughs> that couple. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, let's just start off with uh, the first first room here. You know, like one that right when you feel like you know the attraction is about to start. Uh, to me, I was still feeling like it was a pre-show, but looking back on it, I feel like it's really when the attraction started because what I did not realize is that this adventure of Rise of the Resistance is. Uh, is about you personally going on a journey. <laughs> it's not the typical get on the ride, you know, at the end of the queue. <laughs> I mean, essentially you start, I, to me, you start in the first room when you encounter uh, BB-8 and Ray. Yeah. Typically that would be like a pre-show room, but I really feel like that's really where the, where the, where the experience started. <laughs>
3: Yeah, because it's like a, I was explaining it to my one friend that I, I was like, it's more than just a ride. It's a whole, like, it's a storyline. Like, you're playing out, like, a little episode of Star Wars. Like, it's yeah. a whole thing, a whole story that you are a character in, that you are a part of, that starts from that room to the whole end of the experience
0: for sure and i think that alone makes this very like a very unique attraction i can't really think of another attraction that that does that no you know i mean no. i mean the only thing vaguely you know and i'm probably i'm not going to keep bringing this up this other attraction is uh forbidden journey but number 1 okay. it's kind of because it's the day they let muggles into hogwarts but right. you could very easily miss that story point. And there is no story to Forbidden Journey. It's just here's a bunch of random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some trees at them. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a
3: car at him. Put some Why, spiders in there. Let's the Chamber of Secrets. Why not put muggles in the Chamber of Secrets? That makes sense. <laughs> what could go wrong?
0: And so they really, just that alone, this is re- such a unique experience. I can't. You know, it's like uh, it's like immersive. It's interactive. Uh, I don't know if it's interactive, uh, but but
3: interactive I mean, in that
1: you're moving
0: your body through. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, you interact with the uh, the generals and such of the First Order. So well, that's
0: for sure. Um, so the, you know, they're like, "All right, we're gonna go." I'm like, "Okay." And so the next door opens, and my mind is like. Oh, the lo- you know the loading room is about to be on the other side of this door as they open it, mm-hmm. and they open the door and we went outside. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's another line surprise.
0: <laughs> and then pretty much right up, then I was my like, Disney experience. Yeah, another line. <laughs> as soon as we like went outside, I was like, "Oh, we're going outside to actually board a ship." <laughs> I was Mm-mm. like I'm like I'm all in on this experience. <laughs> like I was like <laughs> I'm like this is this is going to be for real, you guys. We're not going to like you know, there's not going to be a load area with uh you know, with uh keep your arms legs inside the attraction in Spanish repeated over and over again.
1: <laughs> nope. They're like you're going to figure it out.
0: You know, and oh, that's that, that to me was uh I was on board right away. I was so excited. Um. So yeah. So before we get on there, what were what were your guys' thoughts on the on the beginning of the experience before we get on the transport?
1: Oh, I was excited to go outside and turn and see like post ship with like BB-8 rolling around on the top of yeah, it, like. Cool. And there's like a little smoke coming out of his engines. There was a lot of details in that little outdoor atrium.
0: Yeah, I mean... That... I couldn't believe oh. What do you say, Grant? Your your connection's acting a little oh, screwed.
2: I, uh, okay, I was saying, I couldn't believe how great the hologram looked of Ray. mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, that looked pretty well, much exactly guess... like from, like from the movies.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I couldn't see the glass or, or anything on that, but yeah, I was... Pretty uh, shocked by the going outside aspect because I wasn't expecting that at all.
0: So that I mean, just that you know, that's a they they hold the title for that one. There's another no attraction. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, I was like, no nah, I was like, maybe radiator springs racers, but <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Uh-huh. Where you go back in and go out again, but um, getting on the transport was so exciting because i was like okay we're getting in some kind of vehicle there's no seats <laughs> there's no restraints
1: <laughs> nothing really to hold on to yeah,
0: yeah. There, was a, there was some, there were some bars yeah, around there yeah hold hold on and i and i didn't know what to do and i really felt that the experience was just like free flowing you know like it wasn't like Go here, stand here. It was just like, yeah, just come on in here and uh, find a spot for yourself and uh, get cozy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it also matters where you sit. Like, there's sh- stuff going on everywhere. You don't really know where to look.
0: Well, I didn't even notice that uh, that we had a pilot. Until uh, most people... Had, I was just looking at other parts of the ship. <laughs> and then also I was like, oh, every, that's why everyone's congregating over there because uh, there's, there's a pilot of this transport that's talking to us. And so I, I moseyed over there. And that animatronic is insane.
1: It's very fluid. Like,
2: yeah. yeah, it's impressive. I was actually standing right by the animatronic and uh, i was impressed by how well it moved yeah and how realistic it looked and i really was in the mood for some calamari
0: after <laughs> watching him are we supposed to know who that guy is he's uh, a it's akbar isn't it is, i didn't oh, think it was akbar
1: actually...
0: oh yeah it wasn't actually ah, akbar yeah. yeah i didn't think so
3: he was a yeah. well he was a akbar breed right yes they're the same species, but he's his name is General Beckett.
0: There you go. I guess I, I should let our listeners know that my Star Wars fandom is, I would say, slightly above average, but not too deep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a lot I don't know what's going on, but um, I mean, he I was
3: I- in the he was in uh, um the last two films of the new trilogy, I think, okay. or the, no, the last film, Rise of Skywalker. I think he was in there.
0: For sure. Oh, and actually, now that we're bringing this up, I forgot to mention this before. Um, It's interesting about when uh, this ride takes place and the whole land, because it's stuck in the time between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, which I thought was a very interesting choice. Uh, Yeah. uh, It seems like... Story-wise, they were developing developing this all at the same time, (laughs) which I don't. Yeah, that has to be a uh, first time that they were developing a a theme park land and (laughs) to the story to fit between two films.
3: This ride opened after the Rise of Skywalker came out, so I feel like it was also a little jarring. Having seen, well, at least for Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. Having seen Rise of Skywalker where Ray and Kylo are spoilers, but, like, they hook up, essentially, or, like, they kiss and are in love with each other. But then I'm going on this ride, and Ray is like, we got to watch out for Kylo. And don't yeah. watch out. And I'm like, wait, isn't that your boyfriend, though? Like, what? what?
0: Oh, he's not probably- that bad of a
2: dude
3: now.
0: Yeah, well, it's not like they boyfriend, boyfriend. Really yeah, you know, it's it. just like they—they were in a fight that day. So, <laughs> I love you, but I gotta change you. to <laughs> evacuate
3: because they got in a fight.
0: Yeah. That's really what the whole ride is about—is they got a little tiff, and you know, he's—you he's, <laughs> know, he's so it's frustrated a lover's spat because she never like says what she's thinking, and he gets so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that's because why he's, he's smashing a everything.
1: He's just gotta tell him.
0: <laughs> that's why he's so pissed. The whole right you know? <laughs> here. Anyways, um, um, yeah, transport. So, um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought that. Anyways, I thought that was a lot of fun. I really, you know, it was a great simulator, uh, almost an attraction among itself. And that's when I learned real fast. I was like, wow, this attraction is like. Ten attractions in one. <laughs> There's just so many different things jammed into one. It is, it's insane. Uh, so you know, we we uh, you know, we get caught by the first order, which is exciting uh, for some. Maybe terrifying for people, kids that think this is real. I, I, actually, that's something I kept thinking the whole time as we we're on the attraction. We like, I would have totally thought all this was like really happening if I was a kid. And I would have been freaking out.
1: <laughs> it was so well done the way they, they did that transition onto the star destroyer. And yeah. Damn. That was the same door I walked in. And yep. it was
0: like... <laughs>
2: well, it, there's a B mode. Apparently that's run a couple of times where you just enter directly onto the star destroyer and you miss that entire opening sequence of being on the uh, ship. Really? Oh. Yeah, I read about that where somebody said that they just walked directly into the main room to be interrogated.
1: Oh, wow. Ah, Well, that takes a lot of the fun out of it. That's like a C C mode.
0: C mode? That's (laughs) like an F
1: mode. (laughs) (laughs) L for lane mode.
0: (laughs) Well,
2: while while we're in this room. There's a video that's been making the rounds lately of some idiots who were dancing the entire time that they were being uh, questioned on the ride. They thought it would be fun to dance the entire time. Can you imagine waking up super early, and these are the morons you're stuck with on this ride? Like, purposely ruining it. Yeah. I say,
0: let's
3: execute them. Execute the prisoners. Yes. Mm. Orders. It's a
1: necessary (laughs) evil
0: yes so like I said those doors open and there's just that you know the army of stormtroopers there and I actually kind of thought it was I love seeing cast members or team members or whatever Park Red have to play villains but also have to I don't know ride the line of not doing it too much yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> like I, I love it. I, uh, you know, they we,
1: can't smile, but yeah. they they're conditioned to do so.
0: Yeah, I just, oh, it's so, so great. To your prison cell. Oh, oh, and my,
2: <laughs> my wife is in a wheelchair for a lot of the parts She can take you know some steps, but she's for the most part has to be in a wheelchair. And they're like, you know, does she need to take this chair into questioning? Or would you like it left out of the questioning chamber and after she's done being questioned, it'll be available for her? Because you can't say, well, we know what's going to happen next. They have to be in character. And I thought that was so funny.
0: (laughs) It's so good how they're able to do it. Like, essentially what's happening at this point is they're they're separating everyone and putting them in their own uh, prison cells. But the way that they do it... um, it's just so much fun because i don't break character <laughs> um but they're very efficient i mean the only thing i can compare it to is um is the uh people that work at portion and burks in dagon alley where they're just you know they're kind of rude and and seem mad but just so you know, accommodating and, and efficient <laughs> customer service. So much customer service for being so nasty.
1: That's because they have been doing this crap for so long that they're totally jaded. So they're just like, thank you. Have a nice
0: day. Right. So that's not even acting. That's <laughs> just like know. how they are.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, send
1: basically are the... like, just don't say curse words. And right.
0: you can say, just do you, you, just do you, just yeah. send the jaded ones there. Um, but <laughs> Um, a lot of fun. Um, I guess there were, I, I do kind of wish that there was some assimilation of the stormtroopers not being statues.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not really. Well, they turned sure. their head a little bit.
0: Really? I didn't notice Thanks. it
3: they do but it's super robotic like it's literally it'll be one stormtrooper just like slightly turning its head back and forth and then one stormtrooper that like lifts its gun up and then puts its gun down and then lifts it up and puts it so it's very i think that's the only thing that kind of took me out of it for a second was that it was very obvious that they were very limited robotic figures and so it kind of was like oh okay i know those are like
0: animatronic i mean i legit figures. i didn't see any of them move at any point and i so, so i don't know if it, because of the breakdown maybe that was uh the sacrifice that we had to oh pick. maybe maybe <laughs> uh you know
3: you didn't you maybe missed one stormtrooper turning his head slightly to the right and then back that's it you gotta try it again <laughs> tomorrow you all
1: missed right. something okay
0: well <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does it does take you out of it a little bit but that was um but still, it's such an impressive thing to see as you uh walk through there. And then we go in our little prison chamber area. And this is the part where I was thinking if I was a kid, I would be like freaking out. Because my first thought when I was in there was the trash compactor scene from New Hope. <laughs> yeah, because
1: it was like V-shaped.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is going to... Like close in, I, I was like that. I'm like, I'm like, that's not this kind of ride, is it? <laughs> like, and I've gone this to so many it. haunts. This is how stuff. I die. <laughs> <And I'm>, like, <laughs> this was all a play. And I, I know that that part would have freaked me out if I was a kid. You know, like, I was, like, what is going on there? Uh, and that was, I mean, it was weird because we're in the room, and I still don't know what it was, but we're in the room. And on the other side of the wall, we hear people screaming. Like, did you guys experience that mm-hmm. when you are in the prison?
2: Yeah,
3: I heard. I heard banging. Like it, heard, it sounded like somebody like hammering on the wall, and then you could hear like it wasn't. It didn't sound like screaming to me, but it sounded like excited talking, or I guess like. And
1: then, yeah, supposed to be what was happening. Like you were supposed to be able to tell that. You know, the next thing was coming, like a precursor to it.
0: I get well. Mm-hmm. Well, it literally sounded like 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 Tower of Terror screaming it was on the other side of the wall, and it, Interesting. A, bu- a bunch of us looked at each other, and I said, "Well, that doesn't sound good." So I'm. <laughs> And now, obviously, we know what's on the other side of that wall. So I was really confused about what that screaming was.
1: <laughs> I was like, it was the other other side of the wall, the other holding. Yeah, cell. <laughs> <The> holding so <laughs>
3: freaking out. Ours was actually a trash compactor. Was oh, what had happened.
0: Like, do, do you think <laughs> that scre- You think that screaming was like like fake? Like that was like put into the like, like through the speakers? <laughs> like you guys didn't experience oh. that, right? You guys didn't hear anyone screaming in that room, right?
3: Uh, I heard like like it's like tool work and then people yeah. like, talking,
0: but that I was think it. That's piped in. You
2: know, I, I'd i hate to see somebody screaming all day every day. You know, <laughs> this is my job. This is what I do.
1: What do I do? <laughs> scream at people on Rise of the Resistance I mean, for eight hours. There's a, no, I didn't think it was <laughs> cast I still seen. can't even ride
0: it. <laughs> no, but I mean, maybe, maybe, because we know what happens next, it's the load area. Uh, maybe they were like, if you're excited for, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why they, would that. that's what it sounded like Now I just heard screaming. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I guess. So I'm thinking like if they, if, if they have a two, I don't know how their loading system works, but if the holding cells are on either side of the loading area and if the other group loaded first, maybe they were like screaming out of like, Oh my gosh, we're about to do this. And maybe you could hear that. That might've been wall, what
0: happened. Okay, because yeah, I definitely heard it through the wall, and I and I, I forgot about that till just now because i was just thinking like, I was like, and I kept thinking, wow, that's kind of bad show, or that you could hear what's going on in the other room. But then I'm like, what's happening in the other room? and they're screaming. I was like, is this room gonna like fall fifty feet or something? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> Oh, they're scanning your. They're scanning everybody's credit cards, and if they realize that they don't have any more money on them, oh. they can't ride the ride any further, and they're being kicked out. They're all angry, like, "Oh, your credit card is too close to the minute, to the maximum."
1: This is all you the ride be. you get.
2: <laughs> as, far as you go,
1: please deposit three hundred dollars to finish this ride.
0: Wow. <laughs> Uh, so it was funny. I was can't the, even make my Bob Iger jokes anymore. <laughs> no, R.I.P. I um, heard <laughs> <laughs> the Iger era. <laughs> um, so uh, what would
3: you say? I said, "All hail Chapic." <laughs> uh,
0: no. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're um, we're in the uh, in the room there, and. There's a girl leaning on the wall, and she kind of she's a teenager, so she's like you know really cool and not really too concerned about what's going on. And all of a sudden, I see uh, <laughs> uh, the walls start to change colors, <laughs> <laughs> and I legitimately was like, "You might want to watch out for that." And she's like, "Huh?" And she's like, "Ah," oh, and she's like, at that because." They were burning a hole in the wall. What the hell is that, dude? (laughs) How did they do that? (laughs) That That was
1: so freaking cool. I was right next to it, and we were filming for our YouTube. And so we were, like, looking up and around, and I'm like, uh, 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 look to the wall. (laughs) like I couldn't even figure out words because it was, like, right there.
2: (laughs) Stuff. It almost seemed like the next version of Enchanted Tales of Bell, kind of like the next ver- like when mm-hmm. Encha- in Enchanted Tales of Bell when you go through the mirror. Yeah, okay. It kind of seemed like the next version of that technology.
3: Well, it was actually very low tech. <laughs> so, I I like spoilers. So, of course, I watched several ride-through videos before I rode, so I knew exactly what I was looking for. It's actually <laughs> If you look at the pattern on the wall, it was exactly the square pattern that was on the wall that just pushed back, and the glowing light was just inside the wall around it. So it actually wasn't. It yeah.
0: It wasn't that Disney magic. If you're looking,
3: if you knew what you were looking for, it was really simple and basic. But if you were caught off guard, it was impressive. I'll say that. Well,
1: As is with many things at Disney, like if you know the secrets, it. Yeah, but it's still cool.
0: Yeah, it's
3: it's still really like really epic. Like how because I was with friends who are went went in spoiler free, so seeing how they reacted and how they were like, wait, what just happened? What is going on? Like that was amazing. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean that was that was pretty remarkable. I mean, I said I wasn't sure what was going to happen, or you know. That. It
1: gave me, like, old-school cartoon vibes. You know how they were like, you need a door? Just draw a door. Right. Push
0: through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, essentially, that is the best, you know, load-in door in any attraction. right there. Yeah. Because <laughs> then we finally, finally reach our ride vehicles here, which, very impressed how they're able to load you in. Safely and efficiently, without breaking character and breaking the story, <laughs> I thought that was very impressive, and also how they they have like on the screens kind of uh directions on how to put your seatbelt on in a way that looks it's still in story but is very uh <laughs> you know descriptive that that they would have in other attractions. <laughs>
1: Um, the, the necessary safety instructions yeah. were themed
3: as well.
0: Very, very impressed by that. Was
3: well, Finn. Finn was giving the instructions right on the vehicle.
0: Um,
3: yeah, where? Finn
1: was, was on he? the little House? videos.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. He, I thought he was just talking about what was about to go down. I don't remember if he was <laughs> telling us what to do. He
3: Did, but he also was like, "These are your vehicles.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this droid me- will take you to me. You know, just hold tight."
0: Yeah. So cool. So um, <laughs> yeah, and then we <laughs> we start our journey here. Um, and it was, I will say, I, I, I'm and it's going to be hard for me to remember uh, beat by beat here because this is this is when the ride really starts going. So it's just kind of first things that pop into my head. The first thing that pops in my head was as we leave, there's a vehicle going back that's empty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. And I remember my first thought was. There's so many people trying to get on this ride. Why is there an empty
3: <laughs> justice?
0: And, the, and then it was like, it could
3: be three hundred voting groups. What the heck?
0: <laughs> but it was that was part of the story too. That you know, so I was like, that is so good. I was like, oh, I was, Im- I was immediately need to get
2: up. We can get off. That's loading it up for the next. That's probably the next groups.
0: Yeah, yeah they are the next. Right. Yeah, the next. No, I, I, knew, I, in. I knew it wasn't just for show. I knew it was going back <laughs> so they could come out. There. But at least they explained why there was an empty loading vehicle passing here. <laughs> you know, saying that oh, make make sure that Droid doesn't know that you know that you guys are uh, with us. Oh, good, we got them.
3: <laughs> for transporting these prisoners. That's right. Yeah.
1: Wait, that's uh, that's what we're doing. We're definitely doing that. We're transporting prisoners. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um. Wow. So, God, what did, I don't basically I can't even remember like, beat by beat. I just remember like just. Just moments that just pop in my head randomly that I was like, Wow, I've never seen that before and wow, I've never seen that before and that's pretty much the rest of the ride of like, wow, I've never seen that before. <laughs> it's right. a fever dream. Jaw down, eyes wide <laughs> yeah. the
1: whole time.
0: That was literally me. I'm standing there like like just like, huh, oh, my like like bright eyed and my mouth open <laughs> because It's the best. I, I cause now, obviously it's trackless, so that helps, but genuinely I had no clue what was going to happen at this point. I couldn't even anticipate it. I had no clue. Like, I was like, I know we're trying to get to a transport, so I guess eventually we'll get there, but uh, I don't know if we're going to make it. (laughs) James, (laughs) have you ever
2: been on a trackless ride like that before?
0: Uh, Well, uh, just uh, Luigi's Rockin' Roadsters.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters. Whatever it's called, I
2: don't know.
0: Rockin', Rollickin'.
2: <laughs> this is a super speed up version of like Mystic Manor, so like you can kind of see where that would work for like a haunted mansion type ride. you know, oh, kind of yeah. like the chaoticness of not knowing where you're going to go, and same thing with like Ratatouille. Um, but this is way sped up. Yeah, you know, this is quick.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh yeah,
3: the vehicle moving pretty fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was. So I mean, it wasn't quite like you're on a roller coaster type thing, but it was definitely like you know, hold on because <laughs> we're moving. <laughs> And so I, I, I felt that fun energy of it, um, and the first thing that really comes to mind is we enter the rooms with you know with the adats, and, uh, and it's, yes, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like it's like wow, okay, I mean. Obviously, uh, all of us here have walked by the ads at uh outside of Star Tours <laughs> in Hollywood Studios, but these seem way bigger. <laughs> like, they seem
1: <laughs> way, way bigger, and I think, like, my husband and I were, like, collectively, like, oh, my God, because <laughs> we knew they were building them, but we didn't know where they were going to, like, incorporate them within, so it was very, like intimidating
0: to see. Yeah, because they put it, It's also the- nice... Oh, go ahead. No, no you're good. You're good. I was say, it was nice
2: seeing addats that you don't see the back side of them that, that have, like, plywood, like... Right. Because, it's not like, flat after, on the Over, back. over, at, over at our Star Tours, it's, like, an actual movie studio where, like, you see the front side of the adats and then you go to the back of it and it says, like, oh, this is this height and stuff like that. It, like, makes it look like it's a movie prop.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't oh, notice uh, BB-8's uh, director's chair anywhere in the, in the ride. Oh, God. <laughs> so I was glad they didn't include that. Um, <laughs> um, oh, it's funny. Uh, my I had a thought during the ride, and I, I, I texted to Gretchen when I got off. And I said that I was slightly disappointed that the ad-ads didn't try to crush us while we we're in there, because that's what I thought was going to happen.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like that would have been way too complicated to try to orchestrate giant. He
1: said it's android. in the 10-year refurb. Once they redo it in 10 years, that'll yeah, be
3: in that. That'll be great. But, I mean,
2: they, they were able to do that kind of thing with the pistons later on, or the guns, I should say, yeah. where you had the kind of play, like, little well, oh, cat and yeah. mouse going yeah. in between the guns going through. So just reverse it and have it going up and down instead of left to right.
0: Yeah, they got, they'll figure it out. That's what crushes.
3: So. <laughs> It'll be next. Well, I don't know. It's gonna be hard though, because like, I mean, I don't know how much of the construction you all could see at Disney World, but when they were building the AT, I call them ATATS. I'm sorry, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a millennial, so that I call them ATATS. Okay. Um, Genetics. <laughs> Grads.
0: So- <You're at-ats. laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, but... gen x. <laughs> okay boomer um no, so... gen x i'm not a boomer <laughs> i'm generation x
0: <laughs> you call me okay xer <laughs> that's what you say to me it's
1: about <laughs> to go down <laughs>
3: um but anyway <laughs> so um like, when they were building them at Disneyland, you could see them from the Mickey and Friends parking structure. You could literally see the construction of the AT-ATs going yeah. up. Um, and I know that they had to build the AT-ATs before they could enclose the building. Mm-hmm. So I, I would imagine if they would change them, they would literally have to tear the building open.
0: All right, it's never changing. Fine. <laughs> I just wanted to dream, and you actually—you just reminded me. I totally forgot about that. You could see in them when they were building it. I thought those were going to be outside. I totally forgot about that until you just said that.
3: No, you, know, you know, funny story. So I went to I went to D twenty three that when they were still building both parks or in both coasts. Mm-hmm. And I went to D23 when they had unveiled the model, right? Remember they had like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, we're unveiling this is what it's going to look like or whatever. And they had Imagineers that were working on Galaxy's Edge around and they were like, "Oh, feel free to ask any questions to the to the Imagineers and da da da, we are happy to answer them." So I went up to one of the the Imagineers and I was like, "Excuse me, I don't see the AT-ATs on this model." But I can clearly see them from the Mickey and Friends parking structure that you're building them. So I'm just curious, like, where are they going to be in relation to this land? And she just, like, nods and she's like, they're concealed. And I was like, oh, Oh. so are they going to be inside of an attraction? And she was like, they're concealed. And and basically, she gave me a look of, like, stop asking questions. And I was like, all right, I'll back off now.
0: That's like when you ask, like, uh, some works of NASA if aliens exist. They're like, I cannot confirm or deny. It
3: was intense. I was like, okay, do I have a laser dot on my forehead now because I'm asking too many questions? Back away. That's funny. We welcome our
1: mouse overlord. We welcome our mouse
3: overlord. (laughs) We we worship the mouse. We worship. I ask no more questions. I'm so sorry. Please
2: forgive me. <laughs> wow. And
0: take our money.
3: Please. <laughs> Please. I will give you a third of my
1: paycheck every month. It's a
0: direct deposit. <laughs> it actually sounds about right for me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We call it out here in California. We call it the Disneyland tax. Everyone's got to pay. It is the Disneyland tax <laughs> that everyone has <laughs> um, but Anyways. All right, so it's not moving, but that's—I totally forgot about that. Team mentioned that. That's funny.
1: But you know what's really cool about the the ICOM ATATS also. So it's okay because I'm old. <laughs> but <laughs> what's really awesome about it is that when they showed at you, you can see the blaster rays blowing up the wall behind you.
0: I didn't even notice yeah. that.
3: Really?
1: That yes. Cool. It's really cool. Like they shoot at you and you see the blaster rays, and then your vehicle turns and you can see them shooting the wall behind you because they're missing because obviously storm stormtroopers are operating it. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: wow, I didn't even notice that. That's something to look forward oh. to. How did you like when you shot up in that room, by the way, when you got onto like the elevator hill oh, and it like ripped you like way up? And you're like, wow, I'm now like at the top of Biatat.
0: Well, (laughs) that that was well. The few things that I couldn't escape hearing about uh, before going on there, one of them was that there was this crazy drop in the ride. (laughs) Yeah, and so I knew, and so that happened. We back up in this thing and then shoot up real fast, like Tower Terror speed (laughs) (laughs) up. And my first thought was are we about this is it like here comes the drop (laughs) nope and then my second thought was there's nothing stopping us from falling over this thing that we just (laughs) there's no like as far as we could see no safety rail or no car you
3: you can hear it though if you're paying attention you can hear the
0: okay no i I, just i just remember thinking (laughs) that was my first i was like you know this this uh, transport we're on or whatever it's called. You know it's got a mind of its own. This thing could just go forward off of the side of this thing at any moment. <laughs> I, it felt legitimately dangerous. I'm, I'm sure that it wasn't, but I would just say <laughs> <laughs> which was very exciting. And then we got up. We could see it up. You know, up to that height. Very cool moment. Obviously, that was not the drop that everyone was talking about. But
3: <laughs> which views? Which I'm curious. Which views you guys got? Because if you were on. The two different tracks. You were either on the side of the ATAT, or you were facing the front of the ATAT. I got side. I was on I the was side. I was facing the front. Okay, I got side as well. Yeah,
1: when you face the front, they're sitting there like goofing off in the cockpit, and they see you, and they're like having this big old "oh crap" moment, and they're like trying to scramble to like do something because you're like right there face to face with it oh, and you just back up and turn didn't around see that at all
2: That's yeah fun. wait
1: so that might be why you didn't see the bullets when you turn and ran from them so
2: probably yeah do the two tracks go totally different ways or is it the, ba- the same thing for the most part it-
3: they, they do go separate ways for a pro- portion and then they come together at certain points so like when you're As we go through the ride, like, there's moments that the two vehicles come together, and then they go separate ways, and then they come back together, and then they go separate ways. Um, So, there's
2: two... That's like what Mrs. Manor does.
3: Right. There's two simultaneous tracks that are going that, for the most part, are the same. Um, Just, like, those little differences of, like, which angle you're getting lifted at and those pieces, but...
0: Yeah, was yeah just just to second that uh, a cast member told me that there's a different exp- slightly slightly different experience depending on which one you get in. So I guess if you got in one the last time, you could. I mean, you can't really pick which one you go into because they're already assigned before you go in.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, luck of the draw.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, That's
1: pretty cool though, because then it's like you might get to see something different. Yeah, you,
0: there you go A lot, lot of rewrite, write, re, rewritability there. I think there's a lot of rewritability. So you can... what, what did you say? I
3: was like, if you can get a boarding
0: group, definitely oh, rewriteable. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a lot, rewrit, a lot of rewritability just because you can process what's going on. Because it's just the first time. <laughs> You're just like, what is happening? Um, slightly after that, I don't know if, if I'm missing a beat here. Somehow we end up um, underneath uh, Kylo. <laughs> it's, or is or do we right? This is this is when uh... we well, we, yeah.
2: we, this, so we actually missed the scene. There was a scene with an animatronic Kylo Ren that was pretty good.
0: Was that before this? I
2: mean, yeah, this he
0: like he he, you know see he him, him he's in like there. a little he corridor.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, like he makes <laughs> his presence known. That's oh yeah,
0: yeah, that he's in the corner, and you're going backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
3: absolutely... That's after he sees you, because the idea is when he's with Hux, that's the first time he notices you, and then he's coming after you.
1: Yeah. Wait, does, and then he sees you escape out the side of that room, and he's coming after you. But,
0: wait, does, right, right? I didn't. He didn't see us when we were looking up at him. <laughs> he just heard the prisoners had escaped. He never looked out and said, then- "Oh, you guys are there, and I'm going to get you." <laughs>
3: Well, he senses he senses our presence, and then he turns around towards us, and he says his line, which is like, he's like, oh, the prisoners have escaped, that's whatever he says, and then he that's turns around. That's very and
1: brave looks, of them, or something yeah, like
3: but, that. And then he turns around, and he looks at you and goes, but useless, and then that's when your vehicles are like, oh, shoot, he saw us, and like.
0: See, I, I I wasn't sure I wasn't, sure, away, I wasn't sure if he yeah. saw us or just sensed us. <laughs> I didn't really have it wasn't like a strong he saw us moment to me.
3: He sensed the disturbance in the force <laughs> behind him.
0: <laughs> because I oh, thought he sensed me. He said he sensed you. Yeah, Gretchen. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he knew Gretchen was there. He knew. Yep. <laughs> he knew you were there. Um <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, so then, at that point, you know, Kylo's after us, and if, if the ride wasn't exciting before, then <laughs> you know that's you know he's coming for you, and we all saw this, the thing in the commercial where the you know his lightsaber goes through the ceiling. So <laughs> you know, if they hadn't, I know I know they wanted to put that in there to get people excited, but I kind of wish they had it. I really wish that was a. <laughs> That wasn't spoiled for me either. I wish I could have seen that for the first time just on the attraction because that was really cool.
1: (laughs) It was really cool. I I avoided the spoilers, but I only had to avoid it for like three days. So it wasn't too bad. So a lot of it was very new for me. Um, But the, the lightsaber coming through the ceiling scared the crap out of this old lady that was sitting next to me. And I thought she was going to have a heart attack. And
2: I laughed and laughed. Wow. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: i tried to avoid spoilers as best as i could but one of my friends got there on opening day and as i was scrolling through my facebook feed here's that giant room with all the stormtroopers i was like why the heck are you putting this up so early
0: well i on this on that point i will say i watch a lot of theme park vlogs (laughs) and you know and even you, Gretchen, <laughs> you guys posted that Stormtrooper picture, and I'm on the thumbnail, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, scroll, scroll, <laughs> scroll. I don't want to see I you know. this. I <laughs> know. Guilty. <laughs> so that, I, so that, I, I obviously saw that before, but. Um, on the commercial there's so many commercials for rise of resistance that come on youtube particularly in the middle of vlogs like i can't even avoid the ads now they just come on in the middle of the vlogs and the first thing you see is the going to the ceiling (laughs) shot and so it's like i'm like i'm like all right that's that's they're you know that's what you're using to sell this as i'm like it's fine i'm like I'll I'll accept the one part of the ride or two part of the rides that was spoiled. The stormtrooper reveal <laughs> and the ceiling lightsaber thing.
3: As if no one was gonna ride it if they hadn't have hyped it up, but oh well.
2: <laughs> I will say I thought the stormtrooper reveal happened in the ride, like while you were actually in the vehicle. Uh, based on all the imagery. And I was surprised that yeah. we were standing there.
0: Yeah, me too. I didn't think I thought of it around the ride as well. So, um so it's a little surprises here and there. Um but yeah, the staring at that lightsaber thing, it looks it just it looks so weird <laughs> like how, how that's happening. Uh, but it's like the ceiling is like moving around it. <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, there's like a channel in the ceiling. I
0: think you're
2: right. I think that's probably how that's done.
0: Yeah, it's 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 kind of weird cuz obviously now that I was waiting for it, I you know, I was just watching trying to see how it was done. <laughs> and I could see it like stealing like morphs around it somehow. Um still really cool. Um and, and unless I'm forgetting something, um I think after this is our last uh run in with old uh old Kylo there. Where he's kind he's kind of on the Kylo stage. It looks. That's about. This looks like a state He's about to do stand-up comedy.
3: About to, about to drop his latest single. Yeah, yeah, I would totally watch Kylo
1: Ren try to drop his latest single.
0: <laughs> and uh, and that's when you really get to see how impressive these animatronics are because it was just like it was really it was really impressive. It really seemed like there was a dude there. <laughs> you know? My
1: only complaints was he was almost a little too fluid because it kind of looked like he was belly dancing a little bit like the arms were really wavy yeah. um, <laughs> it was his, his hips
3: don't lie like he was just, <laughs> yeah his feet are stationary so it was kind of this weird thing where like his feet were both like solidly grounded together but yet his whole the rest of his body <laughs> <laughs>
1: you better work
3: well, I don't know, what's <laughs> the, like, inflatable like. Harsh Face,
1: like he was a wailing flailing arms man <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. it's not that. Like, it really was bad. like they, they put a little race. too
1: much oil in the joints or something like yeah. he, he needed to be a little bit more stiff than he was <laughs> yeah, yeah. just a tad Kylo's got a little stick up his butt anyway so it's okay if you make him a little bit stiff You're
0: right <laughs> like, right yeah yeah. A tad. I'll give you that so impressive animatronic
1: <laughs> yes I <laughs> I agree is wonderful
0: and uh and i i felt that moment was a lot of fun because uh uh I'm not sure exactly what happened but i did did a hole get busted in the side of the thing or what All of also the air- yeah
1: they like sh- they shot at the hull or something and yeah. blew the hole out the side
0: yeah and so all this air starts going on and uh it, it knocks him out is that the last we see of kylo yeah you? he's out in space yeah. now
2: yeah Rough. Wait, maybe, I just thought about this. Maybe the Kylo animatronic is just a reskin of the Navi shaman uh, shaman animatronic from uh, from a uh, uh, what is it the River, journey yeah. the boat ride
1: that's definitely it. The river yeah, journey like
2: that too. Well,
3: the next time I write it, I'll have to listen closely to see if I can hear Kylo singing my
0: <laughs> Yeah. Listen very closely. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. And so Feature that it. and then we go to the scene I think you're talking about er- uh, earlier Grant, uh where we're trying to get out of there and we have to go by these blasters. <laughs> And they're like they're going back and forth, and look like they're going to hit us, and all this stuff. And that was just, really cool. You're just like, what is happening in this ride? <laughs> like I, there, I can't think of any attraction that simulates that type of feeling, like that things are about to hit you.
1: <laughs> it was like going through a live action Mario dungeon scene. Yeah, where the walls keep co- going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So cool. So then we we finally hit our transport. I mean, and that's kind of like, or the escape pod or whatever uh, they were calling it. Yeah. But that is like, um, I mean, that's something we've all been wanting to do is get on an escape pod. <laughs> star Wars. <laughs> right? I mean, like, like that, that was so cool. And then we get in there and then we're escaping. And then now we're on a totally different ride. Cause now we're on star tours again. <laughs> 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 and i'm like this okay this is this the 15th ride that's in this ride <laughs> yeah. and uh i literally will, uh, and there and therein lies the the big drop that uh, everyone was talking about which was just a little <laughs> it was like a little hey, it wasn't it wasn't a tower of terror <laughs> experience <laughs> it's like a drop, a maybe. Drop. what did you say tanisha
3: that it was a Tanisha-approved drop because I hate drops with a passion. So it was it was manageable for me. Here's a little wee.
1: Okay, here we go. <laughs> it was like a Pirates of the Caribbean type drop. Yeah. It wasn't much of a drop.
3: It was more like a, <gasps> and then over. And
0: then you're floating. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to it
3: comment. It a 40-inch height requirement
0: drop. Right. <laughs> yeah, there was some pretty small kids on this one. Um, My butt
1: did not leave the seat, so.
0: You're good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I will say that this part of the ride, while it was fun, as I see we were we were f- frantically uh, trying to land there, uh, did give me a, a little motion sickness. I don't know if you guys experienced that. <laughs> but uh, I usually don't have that. I don't have problems on Star Tours. But I did get a little motion sick here.
3: Oh, no, not so much. I feel like it was short enough. Like I feel like it was definitely disorienting because when you're going amongst – because it's kind of the same thing as like – to compare it to forbidden journey again, I feel like it's really disorienting to go from real life to screen to real life. Like that can cause me some motion sickness sometimes, Mm. but I think I was, I was bracing myself so hard for that drop because I was so scared that I, I was like just clenching my body. So I didn't feel any motion sickness. (laughs)
1: You scared it away.
3: I scared the motion sickness away. I, my anxiety was too high to have motion sickness at that point, I
0: think. Okay. Well, maybe it was just me. I don't know. I was just – I don't know. It's only
2: like 30 seconds, right? Like that part was only like 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's not that long. Yeah. I just There's enough to eat you back to land.
0: Yeah, I just I just remember kind of feeling like uh, – Yeah, if it was any longer, I probably would have been a problem. But it was just like a little bit. I was like – uh. I kinda I I kinda closed my eyes for a few seconds because I was starting to starting to feel it. Uh but uh I think that was a great way uh, to land and, and we crash in there and then we yeah. we get out and the ship's crashed on the side there.
1: He's like, You came in a little hot. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I, think,
0: I think it's fun to have uh to have Finn go, all right, we got to get you back to Batu, and I was like, oh yeah, Batu, that place, that, that place I, that I know yeah. so well. <laughs> um, and then the ride's over, yeah. right? I guess that's it, right? Um, <laughs>
3: yeah, that's pretty much it. You come around and you get docked and unloaded,
0: and that's that's there. So um, I will say. Before I went on this ride, I don't think that any other ride in the history of theme parks has been more hype to me than this ride. I've heard multiple reports of grown men coming off the ride crying. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, what is happening in this attraction that is making people cry? Uh, Now, I love this experience. I thought there's it, it nothing like it in the world. I had a great time. I was not really close to conjuring up tears after I got off the ride. And I thought about this for a while, and I was like, I think the problem why it wasn't hitting me emotionally is that I have no emotional tie to anything that's happening in this ride. I was
3: say, that's probably why. Uh, that's probably
0: why. You know, because that goes back to, you know, I, I enjoy the new trilogy well the first two films i have a lot of problems the last one (laughs) different story but i i'm all i have fun with it i love last jedi a lot i love the characters all great times you know but i was thinking about i was like i'm like if if i had that kind of experience even if it was like rehashing like a new hope with like (laughs) with like you know no, 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 I mean like with the original cast, you know and 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 I, and I face Darth Vader and all this stuff, I feel like that might have drawn my emotions i just don 't have the emotional tie to this time that galaxy 's edge is set in, and I guess that 's my probably my biggest criticism of galaxy 's edge and and maybe of the attraction. Yeah just if I have to criticize something <laughs> because it's like, it's fun, but it could be, uh, I just, I don't know. I just didn't have the emotional tie to what was happening. <laughs> you know, the seeing the ad ads, obviously bring me back to empire. So that's <laughs> a little fun, but I don't think there's really besides in the beginning on the escape pod, I guess that's kind of a, a star Wars, uh, <laughs> thing to happen there. Um, I don't think there's anything else that really ties it in with the original trilogy at all, unless I'm forgetting something. <laughs> Maybe you can pretend that it's uh, Akbar that's flying the transporter. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, I I'm not sure where I'm gonna rank this on my like. On, the, on my favorite attractions list I'm still, it's only been two days I'm still kind of processing <laughs> what happened there but I, w- I would say it's a top five attraction even, um, with, even without the emotional it, attachment
2: this is my number three at any Disney park I'll put that
0: and what uh, your, your top two are really interesting if I, if I can guess what they are but actually why don't you just say what they are <laughs> Um my my number two
2: is Mystic Manor and my number one is uh Sinbad Storybook Voyage.
0: Not, oh, okay. not typical ones and twos from Disney fans. <laughs> no the ones I don't even know they are, but I like yeah, <laughs> <amazing>. but <this laughs> <is> like, <laughs> uh but uh definitely groundbreaking experience. Nothing else like it in the world. Definitely raised the bar, and now it's time for the next Harry Potter attraction to be even better than this. <laughs> because, because, yeah. because, Your move,
1: Universal. <laughs> I know.
3: Check and mate.
2: Because, well, we will see. I will find out firsthand in June when I find out all about Universal's uh, Super Nintendo area. With the Mario Kart oh. ride, that's what I'm thinking is going to be their response to all this.
0: Okay. Yeah, we've been okay. hearing little bits and things of um, with augmented reality. You get that reality. epic
1: universe coming out, too, right?
2: Well, yeah, not for a few years, though. But, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah. that's the next thing, and it's going to be in stock, and I will be there for that.
0: Yeah, the the first Nintendo Land's opening in Osaka this summer, and then the second one at some point is opening at Universal Hollywood, and then in four years, I guess, that's what the timeline now is when... Uh, I'm in 2023. Gamers. Yes. Oh, three years. All right. right, almost, It's almost open. <laughs> Get ready. Well, the, it's the, almost the, there.
2: The Land has all been flattened already, so they've, <laughs> they've already done all the maintenance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd imagine ten- that you're right. The Mario Kart Nintendo thing is going to... is, is going to, you know try to rival it we'll see i don't know but uh uh i'm at a loss for words i don't know what else to say so why do i invest in? um uh, who wants to go next and uh share their final thoughts on the attraction let's do gretchen since it's past her bedtime <laughs>
1: um i would say you know i i have only been like an avid theme park person for like maybe the last like eight years so i don't have as much like worldly theme park experience but i would definitely put this in like my top three attractions that i've ridden in orlando like i thought it was phenomenal it it was exhilarating it was exciting and i just thought it was really really amazing
0: just I, I guess we should flesh out what our tops are. So not so be vague about it. So what's your what's your top one and two? Um,
1: the Haunted Mansion is my absolute favorite because it's the first ride I ever rode that I actually cried happy tears on. Oh. And then my second favorite is Expedition Everest because it's probably the most fun roller coaster I ever rode that didn't make me like want to hurt my head, like my brain was shaking in it or anything. So like. <laughs> It's fantastic.
0: Very good, and, to, and, to, and that's lovely. And to clarify, my top, my top one is Haunted Mansion. Number two is Disneyland Pirates, and then number three is Forbidden Journey. Um, and number four is Indiana Jones. So I feel, but Nah, Rise of Resistance is definitely better than Indiana Jones, even though it's super amazing. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to give Rise number four spot. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think... she is short. It, it, and it needs a lot of love. To, um, yeah. Uh, but um, I was almost brought to tears when I got off of Forbidden Journey. So I had the emotional experience. I didn't really care that it didn't make sense. I just couldn't believe that I had <laughs> yeah. all these experiences uh, in a minute and a half or three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I definitely would say that I love harry potter more than i love star wars but i've star wars has been in my life longer (laughs) obviously so so my i don't know that's my (laughs) ranking this has gone long enough tanisha
3: (laughs) yeah i don't know oh my gosh i was just thinking about it and i was like i don't have like a top cause the thing is, is I'm a sucker for nostalgia, and so I separate my lists of top attractions, like I have my top old school attractions and my top new school attractions um I don't know it's it's a tough one i mean obviously my my one and two my one is pirates my two disneyland pirates I should specify <laughs> and my sure. two my two is is haunted Mansion, and three. Is Thunder because I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Uh, and then after that is Indie. And I'm trying to think. Well, those are Disney. Forbidden Journey would be
0: wow, my, you, you really, my. You really keep separating these lists here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's got sub list B,
1: section two.
3: Like, if we're talking about, like, which one, which ride, like, gets me in my feels, then, like, Forbidden Journey, because I teared up, and I'm, obviously, Harry Potter is, like, my number one everything, but, ugh, it's so hard. I mean, I would definitely say it's, if all attractions of all time that have ever been created in the world that I've been on, (laughs) it's. Probably number
0: four. All right. So we're averaging a three, four spot here. <laughs>
3: well, I'm putting it at four. I'm comfortable only yeah. because like Star Wars is not my number one fandom, but I still, I think it's less about the actual ride for me. Cause if I'm, if I think about the actual ride, like the ride itself, the ride portion itself is okay. I think what, makes it amazing is the fact that it's couched within this whole storyline that you get to live out if if you took away the whole like transport pod at the beginning and walking on the star destroyer and getting detained in a holding cell like if it was just the ride standalone i'd be like yeah that was all right um but i think nothing there's no other attraction that even comes close to, like, creating an experience like this does, no. if that makes sense.
0: You know what the a thought I had when I was, like, shortly after the ride was, like, I wish I could have that type of experience, but, like, in Hogwarts. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> like, uh-huh. the same thing. Like, you know, you travel there on the boat. That's the transport part. <laughs> you know, you get... There's a battle, you know, like the whole thing. You know, Voldemort <laughs> almost kills you, but it's not screens like on um uh, on a uh, Gringotts, <laughs> you know, like it's uh, yeah. animatronics and lasers <laughs> and fire. <laughs> Coming 2023. Yeah, uh, Gringotts, ne- uh, Gringotts needs a refurb. I uh, think need to bring it up to par with uh, <laughs> with. <Rise laughs> <of Resistance.
3: laughs> An Azkaban ride or a Ministry of Magic experience.
0: Maybe I don't know. I'm I, trying to think now, I, I but just, yeah, I'm just saying. I want I want to like be taking around all the little nooks and corners of Hogwarts like that, and like <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so cool. So, anyway, the bar is raised. Um, I I've if you listen to uh, past episodes, uh, you may have heard uh, my review of Galaxy's Edge without Rise of the Resistance. I felt like it was really incomplete. That while well, Smuggler's Run is fun if you're the pilot, <laughs> um, if you're the pilot. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't a, It wasn't enough for a for anchor a land. <laughs> um, and I, and just overall, I kind of, I still kind of wish they recreated something that I was familiar with, that I had some type of emotional attachment to. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I, I, you know, kudos for going out of the box and I'm sure it was a real big mandate to, uh, make star Wars land be about the new trilogy as opposed to the original (laughs) since, you know, Disney was making the films and (laughs) putting them out. Um, and it, and you know, and I, I still get, it. I get excited when I see the Millennium Falcon. When you know, when you turn the corner there, that's fun like that. But I just really wish that uh, we could visit some place that we'd seen in the films, and mm-hmm. and I wish that the this ride incorporated a little bit of that. I think that would have really uh, heightened the experience for me. But as far as quality, like it's unmatched, like Galaxy's Edge and Rise of the Resistance. The quality is just through the roof
2: yeah for sure
1: i agree
0: and so so the real question is how long are we gonna have star wars launch bay and star tours open in the same place that there's galaxy's edge
2: (laughs) (laughs) i have heard not much longer because i think that that's going to start getting at least for us over in florida um all rumors are pointing to um, an expansion of the Pixar area that's currently Toy Story, and that is the next thing to get demolished because it's just too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially Hollywood Studios because there's like barely a total number of attractions, and half of them. Are it's Star a Wars. tribute
1: to all movies, but mostly Star Wars. Exactly,
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally. Well, I, I thought, I've got I've got to give a shout out to
2: Hollywood Studios because the fact that um, as of tomorrow, based on when we're recording this, they will have added three e-ticket rides in under a year. Wow. Oh, wow. Between uh, Millennium Falcon, uh, Mickey and Minnie, and this. I mean, uh, Millennium Falcon, depending as to how you, like what position you get, it's either an e-ticket or a C-ticket. So, uh, but, you know, they're still very impressive. So uh, I have a feeling that Mickey and Minnie is also going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that one. So we're, uh, we'll see how long it hold out. Spoilers on that one because I don't know. it <laughs> to be a while before I get back out there. But, I've already
3: watched ride through videos. I can't help myself. Tanisha. Oh my! <laughs> Come on.
1: I watched the opening ceremony
3: today, so <laughs> I can't help it. If there's information out there that I can know, I need to know it.
0: But it's so much better to experience it firsthand. <laughs>
3: When, not when you're a ride chicken. If you live the life of a ride chicken, then you would understand. Ride okay. chickens, we, we don't we don't want surprises.
2: But it's a Mickey and Minnie ride. How, how aggressive is it really going to
1: be? <laughs> I mean, they're pretty sure. violent in some of their old cartoons. <laughs> just...
0: They throw axes at you. They barely hit your head. <laughs> right. Well, I don't want to see exactly. any spoilers for that, especially since I feel like whatever's going on in that ride uh, is not going to be translate very well in video as opposed to experiencing it in person. So.
3: Well, yeah, you can definitely... I can say, without saying any spoilers, you can definitely tell that it's one of those experiences you have to have in person because, it. yeah, on video, I was kind of like, huh? what's going on? Um, so, yeah, I figure it's probably one you have to do in person. So.
2: But you're still going to get every idiot in your ride vehicle holding up the camera in front of it like, oh,
3: maybe this will record for me. <laughs> it's like...
2: Put yeah. the phone down and just enjoy the ride. <laughs> oh, if yeah. They're going
1: to bring their iPad out. They're not
0: going to bring <laughs> their phone out. <laughs> exactly. I, that,
3: but I, I, sick. I was going to say back to the, the – tomor- like for Disneyland, it's Tomorrowland. That's currently all Star Wars. I like to call it Star Wars 1.0 land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Um, But they are, so they've been slowly making modifications very under the radar to Tomorrowland. And, you know, there's been rumors for a long time that Tomorrowland is getting a huge overhaul. And also, if you were paying attention in the Imagineering story, there was a pretty significant moment that let us know that they're definitely overhauling Tomorrowland at Disneyland, if you were paying attention. So no.
0: I'm well I, well, I was paying attention and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> so if an uh, episode was it episode four of the Imagineering story, or I think it was, yeah, it was episode four or five. One of those. Um, there's a scene where Joe rode very famous Imagineer. So months ago, there was a rumor circulating that he was spotted up on the people mover track, the old people mover track at Disneyland's Tomorrowland, like, just looking, surveying the land. And then and, uh, in, he's very
0: recognizable with his a million earrings yeah. in one ear. Oh yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> you know, so I kind of, I was like, okay, I kind of believe these rumors. Cause I find it hard to believe people would mistake, you know, somebody else for him. Um, and also what is somebody doing up on the people mover track? Um, so, and then in the Imagineering story, and I think the f- fourth episode, he's talking and doing a voiceover where he's talking about, um, the sort of the creative side of the theme parks, but also like the financial side of the theme parks, and having to meet in the middle and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And as he's doing this voiceover, there's an image of him standing over a model. Does it sound familiar? There's a little like white pieces model in front of him that he's looking at. Uh-huh. Um, and if you if you pay attention in that model, there is a model of the Matterhorn and a mm-hmm. model of the Interventions Building and a model of Space Mountain, and you realize, oh, this is Disneyland's Tomorrowland that he's looking at, and he's like moving pieces of Tomorrowland out and around, and so that was a that a lot of people are looking at that as like a pretty strong confirmation on Disney's part that it is it is in progress. So that oh, okay. Disney, yeah, yeah. Engineers-
0: it could be a uh, uh, you know what do they call it? Called, a red herring, <laughs> a misdirect. <Mr. X. laughs> Because Star Wars makes the <laughs> sense? And... Yeah, that's what I'm going to bring up. Kind of like they spend so much time making Galaxy's Edge be like in story that it's just it's so bizarre to have Star Tours launch bay and the Galactic Grill uh, quick service restaurant across the park. Uh, but Star Tours did update for Last Jedi, so that's fun. <laughs> but. <laughs> But still, I'm hoping
3: I'm hoping that this that, that in the next by the next D23, we get a big announcement that the Tomorrowland refurb at Disneyland is finally happening. And hopefully they're going to bring a lot of new stuff and get rid of a lot of the Star Wars stuff. I'm I'm hopeful.
0: Well, the timeline of Star Tours currently is between the trilogies. <laughs> So it's really strange because, what like, for a while, there, didn't Star Tours end at Batu Like, for like a yeah. while? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah freaking continuity left and right here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they
1: don't care. They do what they saying, want. I'll,
2: I'll say it, I'll, it's at least okay in Florida because it's like right near Galaxy's Edge. So I can buy that. They don't right. have to move it. Just fix the freaking ad ads so they don't look like, you know, like, you know, like, the ads on the side are super... It, like, when you walk behind them, it's just... Super, like, it's just... Uh, particle board, you know?
0: Yeah, that whole, like, behind the facade and now it's the movie thing, like, just every time I see it, it's just, like, just, just feels worse and worse. And especially right now that they've taken the behind-the-scenes of the movie element out of the park. <laughs> it's just like, guys, come on. Get rid of the C-3PO's director's chair... Is that still there? Yeah. Yeah, that's just like so crappy. <laughs> and while we wrap this up, what is with uh, Hollywood Studios Star Tours that before you load the ship, you go through a hallway that looks like a dentist's office? <laughs> <laughs> oh like like it's, it's
1: a weird little hallway
0: like it, it's completely unthemed it's like it's got like fluorescent light bulbs and like regular like like look like I' like I'm going to the dentist like talk it's supposed
3: about... to be like a soundstage James because it's it's the studio production
0: oh is that what that is so we went through this elaborate themed queue and then now we're going backstage again real quick anyways just
1: for a second. I know
0: i 'm just being uh, one of those guys all right well we 're going to wrap this up uh, here 's our thoughts uh, i did uh, I filmed a, a creepy quest episode of me trying to get on the ride and my thoughts <laughs> of it, so that 'll be up there at some point uh, i didn 't really film during the ride, so it 's just kind of before and after um, and a little bit of my sulkings in there too so <laughs> You guys could cr- it's sad. a
1: roller coaster of an emotional journey it with
0: was. you. It was. So you guys could, you know, cry me a river as you <laughs> sat there, sad, <laughs> going like, "Why does everyone else get to write it and not me?" <laughs> I can't wait. But I did write it, and it was awesome! Yay! <laughs> Yay! All right, guys. Well, um. I have no other pointed way to end this besides just doing it. So we're out of here. This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Gruelich. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy.